Hey guys, what's going on? This is Internal Issues. <clears throat> this is the third episode. And this week, I'm talking about Secret Wars number four. Uh, the original series. It sort of wasn't planned that this is going to come out the night before Secret Wars number four of the new series comes out. But that's life. That's weird. And that's cool. Uh, the new series is okay, if I could touch on that for a second. Not a big fan of all the Battle World stuff and everything else. It just seems real confusing and a bunch of what-if stories. And one or two of them are okay because of that fact, but overall, I'm not really digging that too much. Um, but the old one is one of my favorite things <laughs> ever in comics. Uh, this was August 1984 is the cover date, and the cover price was 75 cents. And this is the issue where the Hulk on the cover is holding up the big slab of the mountaintop. And everybody, all the heroes, are sort of like tapped out in that little crevice. And it's a really classic cover. And it's one of my favorites of that whole series. Probably one of my favorite covers ever. And so, 1984, uh, I had talked about Return of the Jedi on the first show. And that was 83, so I was really, this was like prime time for, for me as a kid buying and reading comics and this thing came out and just blew my socks off it had all the heroes in it uh, you could understand what was happening in all of it <laughs> it looked beautiful Mike Zack and Bob Layton and Jim Shooter was the writer and you know I, I had sporadic issues of it because everything was sporadic back then at that age for comics you know if, the, if it wasn't on the rack you just didn't have it you couldn't get it and you were too young to really understand comic shops, you know, here, you know, it, a barbershop was a comic shop to me, or the 7-Eleven or the card store. And if they just didn't have it or I missed it because I, somebody didn't take me to the candy store that, that week, I didn't get it. Uh, my, my cousin had <clears throat> all, all of the issues, and I just really coveted every single one of these things. And the few that I missed, I ended up years later going back and buying but this one I had. This one I bought off a rack and just adored it because I was a huge fan of the art. I was a huge fan of Iron Man then. You know, I loved Jim Rhodes as Iron Man. And this issue had that real great scene where they figure out to take Iron Man's like little side kits and turn it into the blaster that shoots the mountaintop away, which is just so cool. You know, I feel like they don't really do too many cartoony things like that anymore in comics, and that's a classic one. Uh, so, the reason I bring this up is because of a certain scene that I remember in my head that revolves around this issue. And it's not really a very sentimental moment, but it definitely speaks to some historical value, you know, if there are any younger listeners, you know, wondering what it was like to, to buy comics back then and be into them. This is like a little window into that long-ago era, which is not even that long ago, 30-something years ago. And the scene is really just a simple one. There's not even much of a story to tell here, but I just, I just love this memory I have. And I did some research. Now, this involves Secret Wars number four. It also involves the Garbage Pail Kids. And Punky Brewster, the old TV show. Now, I have this really 
vivid memory of sitting on my living room floor. We had this, this thick red shag carpet, if I remember correctly. And I had all this stuff laid out in front of me. And I was watching Punky Brewster. And this was the little scene. I mean, that's really like the end of the story. But I, I love this. I love that, that memory so much. And it kind of reminds me of something that I still do today. And I, I guess it started all the way back then where, I don't know about you guys, but as a collector, I love to look at my entire collection, or at least a giant chunk of it at one time. There's something like <clears throat> really appealing about getting to see multiple issues in front of you that you own and be able to just pick up one and then pick up the other and see them all and see them all in order, you know? So as a little kid, I used to do that. I would just get out certain books and lay them in front of me. And I could flip through one. I could look at the cover of another. And I remember sitting there also at the same time I was organizing my Garbage Belt Kids into like the little slipcases. And, and Punky Brewster was on the television. Now, I did some research to try to figure out if this was possible, if it was a false memory. But I think it works. I think I actually have pinpointed the exact episode of Punky Brewster. Uh, this trying to come up with concepts for this show has been kind of like a fun little research project for myself. Uh, like I said, Secret Wars number four came out in August of 1984, give or take. I think it's a three-month window there. And Garbage Pail Kids didn't start until May of 1985. And Punky Brewster came back on the air for its second season in September of 85. Now, this makes sense because, <clears throat> like I said, I would pick out, you know, pick out the issues and lay them out in front of me. It usually was something older that I've had. And especially, it makes sense that it's Secret Wars because for years I had done that. I still do it today. I still will just open up my long box, take out all 12 issues of that series, and open them up and go through them and reread them and look at the art again and really appreciate them. And I was doing that at, you know, seven whatever years old. Uh, so I have a feeling and, you know, who really gives a damn, but I guess I do, that I think I was watching the episode called Punky's Treehouse and that aired September 22nd, 1985. And if this is true, and I think it is because it's a really strong memory. And even I, I ended up watching a chunk of the show on YouTube and I remember it, the show. So I, I think... I've been able to take a memory that I have had for my whole life and narrow it down to like the exact night that it possibly happened. The night of September 22nd, 1985. And there I was with my Garbage Pail Kids, which I love so much. Uh, and all my Secret Wars issues and probably some other books too. And Punky. Uh, you know, Punky Brewster is a pretty shit show, but... Uh, I mean, just watching it the other day on YouTube was pretty <laughs> difficult, to say the least. It wasn't an easy show to watch, and the jokes weren't all that funny, but I guess when I was a kid, I loved it. Um, and let's see, let's go over my notes here, because that's what's really a good thing to do on a, a program. But I don't, like I said, there really wasn't much to this, this memory. It, it was just that, <clears throat> and it just reminds me of better times and being young and being a kid and 
being so enthralled and enthused by my collections, you know, <laughs> which just made, you know, it, it, it foretold the future for somebody who, you know, I could have at any point after that been like, you know what, these things are stupid. I'm going to watch baseball and play it. I didn't do that. I kept with them and I stuck with them and kept buying them and kept reading them. And, you know, if I'm trying to find certain issues that have really stuck with me, uh, then I'm finding also why comics really stuck with me and the moments that made that love grow. And this is one of them. And Secret War is number four. Shit. I mean, that's just the coolest one, possibly. Although, the last couple issues where Doom gets his face fixed and gets on the cool costume, that gets pretty badass, too. But number four will always hold a really special place in my heart. Uh, what do I got here? 320? So, I don't have too much time left, but I think I also wanted to try, at the end of these shows, to point out one or two things that I'm really stoked about getting on Wednesday. And I'm going to try to air these shows on Tuesdays, so it makes sense. Uh, although I'm listening to the uh, iFanboy program today, and Ron Richards coming back and talking about how it really matters about the, the retailers getting it, and not people buying off the racks and all that. Uh, so it's probably better to actually go through previews, but I don't buy through previews, and it's going to be something that's going to be a real hard thing for me to change my comic buying habits. Uh, I like going to the store. I like looking on the comics list the week before to see what's coming out next week, and then just going there and getting them. And if I can't get an issue, I love the hunt, you know. So it's still all that said. If you're interested in something different or new, uh, you know, screw the retailers and the way maybe this would be better suited to help other folks, but you still got to find some new things too. And if you can just buy them cold off the rack for the first time, then then you're getting somewhere. Uh, the two books that I picked out this week that I'm really excited to get are The Spire, or Spire, number one. That's coming out from Boom Studios, and that's Simon Spurrier, and Jeff Stokely, and Carlos Magno, I think. Um, this thing looks great. Uh, I think I got a little confused with the solicitations. I'm really hoping Jeff Stokely draws the interiors, uh, because he is just one of the best. Uh, he's so good. And then the other thing I wanted to mention was Giant Days, the Orientation Edition. This is a really, really fun book. Uh, it's lighthearted and beautifully drawn and easy to read and easy to follow. And what they're doing is it, it, become, it, it became sort of a decent hit, but I don't think a lot of people picked up the first or second issue. And so what they're doing is, boom, they're packaging number one and number two into this orientation edition, and it's only $3.99. Uh, that's pretty cool. And that's it. We're running out of time real quick. This was a fast show and a simple one. At Birds and Boxes, listen to other stuff, live life, love you, later, ciao, goodbye.